Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Try to give you some great news. Harold Kuntz of Fox 4. Andy Reid quoted and said two minutes ago, Kadarius Tony and Donovan Smith are out. Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Alaire is making progress. Legereus Sneed is questionable. So now Kansas City, you know what that means. He's gonna be a game time to decision. Uh, I can't talk. I'm done. Take over. Game time decision. There you go. Yeah, game time decision. <laughs> and it's gonna be like, yeah, they're gonna run him through the pregame stuff. We're gonna see how he looks, and uh, you know, go on from there. But as Pete Sweeney, our guy. Chiefs say that Donovan Smith, Kadarius Tony will be listed as out against the Cincinnati Bengals. Logarius Sneed is still working through his calf injury and is questionable for the game. Isaiah Pacheco practiced Friday, and the Chiefs will see how he does following the workout to clear concussion protocol. Running back Clyde Rosalaire is fighting through his illness. Kansas City should and could have both running backs available on Sunday. Andy Reid said McCole Hartman could possibly be activated ahead of the game. So that is your news out of this week 17 matchup. Isn't this the second time that Clyde has been sick? Yeah. That he's had an illness? Yeah. It's a little concerning. There is like some sick bugs going around. I wasn't you 100%. You have to get it twice, though? Yeah, true. I wasn't like 100% uh, last week. I felt a little puny. I would say on a level of percentages, like athletes get, like, what's the percentage? You know, what? I probably was like at like a 72%. Mm. 72, very specific. Mm-hmm. Yep. You excited for this game, or is it just like let's just get like I in years past, it's like here we go. Like yeah, last no, year December fourth, right. Chiefs Bengals. We had the Mahomes Michael Jordan play. There was all the build up AFC Championship game last year. Burrowhead, the mayor, all that kind of stuff. Shut your mouth, Jabroni, mm-hmm. know your role. And then this year, we wait all year for this matchup. We think to ourselves, ah man, what's gonna happen? We're gonna get Burrow versus Mahomes, and then. Burrow gets listed as out for the season. And it's kind of like, I think the Chiefs fandom at that point was like, well, don't have to play against Joe Burrow. Me, the competitive prick as well, like Patrick Mahomes, I want best versus best. Totally. Right? Because this game doesn't affect my life. I mean, it kind of does in my job about what we talk about, but I'm not going to cry or get upset whether one thing goes the other, unless I have a lot of money on it and somebody decides to kick a field goal to cover a spread with meaningless time left, like John McVay did earlier this year against San Francisco, whatever. Um, but this is a game, Drew, that I think 
could be a lot more interesting if it's played in like week eight as opposed to week 17 because of what's happened. There is a little, a little, little less buzz when it comes to this game, but still eight and seven, nine and six AFC matchup. And, you know, you do get a little bit of uh, what do you call it? Some juice, I guess, from Jamar Chase as we look for that audio real quick. This is bad radio, but I will ask you again, like, are you as are you still excited for this game, or is it more so of a well? I guess we'll see what happens. It's any given Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's more of the latter. Um, I like you was thinking going into the year. Oh yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to come down to the to, to these two teams. You know who could be the one seed, maybe mm-hmm. uh, divisional winners. I mean, the, like either team could clinch here and be done. Like the Chiefs can technically do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's more of a eh, you know. I think when Sunday hits and it's three o'clock or two 30, the juices are, are going to be flowing for myself. Like, all right, let's go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, all right, it's time. I think that's where it'll really uh, hit for a lot of people that one, it's a big game too. It is a rivalry game, but it doesn't carry as much meaning. And maybe it's because we're, we've been a little bit spoiled with seeing these two play in the playoffs a couple of times the last two years. Right. And they've been great games and, the fact that everybody isn't necessarily fully healthy and then both teams aren't playing as great. It doesn't make the game as I guess hyped up as I think it would have been. And I don't, it might even be because it's new year's yeah. and right after Christmas. I think, I don't know if there's part of that as well, um, but it doesn't seem like there is as much buzz about this football game compared to years past for sure. Is your significant other, is she a Bengals fan too? Uh, not really. Not really a fan she, of it. She, just she, loves football. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of how I am with the uh, with the NBA. Like sometimes I'm a big Luca fan because I think he could be great for the game, and then it just goes away. And then I'm like, oh, actually, you know what? I kind of like this this year's Milwaukee Bucks team. Like Dame, yeah, with Dame, and, yeah. It's just nasty. But I just didn't know if she was. Yeah, she 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 likes Travis Kelsey. Well, liked him up until the whole Taylor Swift. She's not a fan of it. She doesn't like it. Yeah. She's over it. But she doesn't have a team in particular. She likes players. But really? she'll root for the Bengals. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. Will you start uh, hitting the sodas at 3 o'clock, or will you wait since it's New Year's Eve? I'll probably wait. I, I, I know Until halftime? When, when, no. So, I guess you have to. The Bengals, whenever the Bengals play, I, I don't eat. I do not eat. I do not. I'm. You don't even booze? No. Nothing? I, I If anything, I have like a bot. Like last year. Just straight edge? Eating every, like oyster every, crackers? Every, no. I don't. I literally. I like. I'll, I'll get a snack, mm-hmm. and it will just sit there. Next to me on the couch, I won't eat it. I, I am I'm Damn. zoned in on the game. I am. I, I'll, I'll drink a water normally, or I'll, I'll drink a soda. I guess or I might have a. I don't. I, might, I normally just. Don't, I don't eat or drink anything. I am zoned in. I, if I go to a game, I don't. I eat before the game. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about anything. Yeah, I, I'm focused. Yeah, but I, I don't live and die by the game. I, by by no means. If the mm-hmm. Bengals lose, I'm not going to be. My day is not going to be ruined. Yeah. I'll look forward to watching the Packers and Vikings play. Is your day going to be ruined when T. Higgins is an arrowhead next year? Man, it, it, it's always fun playing against these guys. You know, we know it's, uh, it's always a challenge, you know, especially playing out there in Arrowhead, man. Yeah. Playing out there, I feel like feels feels like a college game, you know, uh, just how, how how their fans are, you know, dialed in, um, you know, with it the, when they do the tomahawk chop or, you know, just third down when it's loud, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that, that type of feeling gives you chills, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like you all in college all over again so uh definitely 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 is a big game hmm. Bleh. you love it 
You're going to see T Higgins. People don't understand the Bengals have the number the, five the, in red and gold <laughs> next year. Baby, he's already letting you know. Foreshadowing. The, the Bengals have the rights to him. They they could literally tag him, and he's stuck. Mm-hmm. So I, I he he isn't going to the Chiefs this year. They're not going to let him walk. Okay. okay. If anything, I think they do a sign and trade. Um. We'll or, just or give just you Chris it, Jones, and we'll t- take T. Higgins. I said that earlier, and Bengals like, oh, yeah, I'm taking it. Okay, go go ahead. Mm-hmm. I will say this. T. had the best game of the year uh, two weeks ago. Up until then, he had two touchdowns the entire season, and yeah. it dropped multiple passes. But he'd been battling a hamstring injury. He had been struggling. Hadn't been quite as healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this offseason with that, because the Bengals have a lot of cap space. Is he a Clemson guy? Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals love Clemson guys and Michigan guys. Um, so do the Chiefs. <laughs> the, uh, the, the Bengals have a lot of cap space. They could mm-hmm. afford to pay Chris Jones straight up mm. and franchise tag T. Higgins technically and then let him, and then T would be gone after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Bengals want T on the Chiefs if, if they can help it, which they can yeah. by franchise tagging sure. him and then sending him to wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, that would just be one of those things. Like we talk about the the disappointment that this game's in week 17, but that's one of those things that like really would piss the NFL off. Cause I think the chiefs are going to make the chiefs got T mm-hmm. or, or who that's what I think. So I think, and we could kind of side topic this. I think the Kevin Durant move is coming this off season. Like, I think there's a, a Kevin Durant, Golden State Warriors. Hey, everybody hates the Chiefs nationwide, in my opinion. I think everybody hates them. But Especially wanna, after but all the players fr- want to play for them. Right. And I think that you will have guys that will ring chase, like a Kevin Durant. And when teams that are good, even though you can say the Chiefs look terrible this year, according to the past, they're still in first place in their division, still 9-6, and six, whatever. Could you imagine if they just went and signed two veteran wide receivers and hit a home run in the draft? Because then you could look at something like, okay, let's say they don't get T. Higgins. Let's say they go back the Brinks truck up to Michael Pittman Jr. And then they go sign Mike Evans to a one-year deal. And Mike Evans is like, you know what I'd really love? I'd love two Super Bowl rings to cap off my career. I'm a Hall of Fame, wide receiver, first ballot, one of the best ever play the game. I had a great college career, great NFL career. I can go out on a high horse, win a second ring, then go get a two third year option deal for a ton of money and I'm good. And they get him and they get Michael Pittman Jr. What do you think it takes to get Pittman then? Picks? A lot. I mean, I mean how many picks? A first, uh, a third, and a and a future fifth or something? Maybe. Or fourth? Well, he's an unrestricted free agent. See, the the reason why You don't have to give anything up for Michael Pittman Jr. He's an unrestricted free agent after this year. So it's up to it's oh, up to, is he? Yeah, it's up to it's up to Jim Irsay, who I think we can all understand. Give him the money, right? That's what I'm saying. Like you talk about T. Higgins, I would love a T. Higgins in Kansas City. It'd be awesome because it would make that rivalry so much better. But if I could have a Michael Pittman Jr., a Rasheed Rice, a Travis Kelsey, that they would be like, you know what? I'll come back for another year. I've got some protection, and you're able to go knock something out in the draft at wide receiver. Then you can start being if, that Golden State Warriors team that went and got Kevin Durant, and all of a sudden you get a Michael Pittman Jr. or a Mike Evans. You might be that New England team that went out and got Randy Moss, and then everybody hated you after 2007. The best case scenario for the Chiefs, in my opinion, is Chris Jones leaves. They use that money. They sign Michael Pittman Jr. and Mike Evans to a contract. You draft mm-hmm. a wide receiver, or you draft you draft the best player available. In the first round, it might, if it's a D tackle and they slide, you sign the D tackle mm-hmm. and you get your Chris Jones replacement 
because Michael Pittman Jr. is the experienced guy that is young enough that he's there. Mike Evans is there as well. You can wait technically another year and delay get drafting a wide receiver till later or the second round, third round. That, that's the best case scenario because I think Mike Evans has still got enough in the tank. He can give you one good year as a number one. Pittman is your two. Rasheed Rice is your three mm-hmm. slot like Tyler Boyd that we've been saying all year long. You get your Hall of Fame tight end and Travis Kelsey one last ride. And you've got your offense paired with a defense that is just as good minus Chris Jones, which again, Chris Jones does a lot for this team, but they were also productive before getting Chris Jones back. So it's not like you lose an eternity. Mm -hmm. Maybe you use some of that money to extend luxurious need as well. There's a lot of options, but I think you hit a home run. If you can sign Michael Pittman, forget Mike Evans, just sign Michael Pittman. Yeah. In the offseason. Because I don't know what T's going to go for. T's going to attract more money than Michael Pittman Jr., I think. It's a very rich position to get paid in. Yeah. Look at Christian Kirk. <laughs> that guy set the bar. Yeah. And then everybody else followed. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, all those guys uh, followed through. Uh, interesting, from a guy that used to work here, Brandon Kiley, uh, as we get into the next topic here about college football, uh, the line in the Cotton Bowl would seem to him to suggest that he believes people think that Marvin Harrison Jr. is playing. Do you think Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. plays in this game tonight versus Mizzou? Yeah. Okay. Because I I legitimately think, I really do think that he is giving some thought before going to the NFL draft. And I know that it's rare and that it's like Caleb Williams has been talking or apparently he's been getting reports. Michael Marvin Harrison Jr. has been saying he is waiting to make a decision on this, and he doesn't know if he will be back or if he's going to declare. Like, he's legitimately pondering the question. I think he is going to play. Okay. I think he's just that kind that of a N- guy. Was that NIL deal? Was it? Uh, I think the NIL deal was BS, that report. He's not going to get paid $20 million Could or whatever you imagine? That, that's not happening. Could you imagine being a college kid getting paid $20 million? If he got paid $20 million, he would come back. I, he- I, can, I will guarantee you he'll be back. So... KU wins their bowl game against UNLV. What? Why the Nevada? Why can't we just call them ULV? Isn't Las Vegas obviously in Nevada? Why is it going to be University of Nevada, Las Vegas? Well, no, Northern Las Vegas. Oh, it's Northern. Okay. I think. I thought it was University of Nevada, Las Vegas. I think it's Northern Las Vegas. I didn't even know there was a North Las Vegas. I thought it was just Las Vegas. It's like that Journey song, Born and Raised in South Detroit. You're just born and raised in Detroit. I mean, yeah, but you got... Well, Chicago is more like we, we know north south like that that has some disparity. But, yeah, but no one's yeah. ever like, yeah, I live Correct. in North Vegas. Correct. <laughs> no, you live in I mean, Vegas. People say North North KC. Yeah, because there's a North KC. But nobody says South KC. But KC's not Vegas. I'm just I'm just saying there's no South Vegas. Maybe there's only a North Vegas. And it's uh, from know. from the text line. It's definitely Nevada, Las Vegas. That's just weird to no, me, man. Th- that is the dumbest thing on the planet, then. They should be La- the University of Las Vegas, Nevada. I just th- this is a weird, like, thought of mine what, what while, they- while I'm partaking during the game. I'm like, dude, so, so what's the end for? Is it Nevada? So they're a subsidiary of the University of Nevada, then. That's <laughs> yeah. embarrassing. That's what I was saying. I was like, why is it University of Nevada, Las Vegas? You, that <laughs> is embarrassing. University of, yeah, I don't know. University of, I guess it is UMKC. There is a city of North Las Vegas. That is gross. Okay. University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. They're in the same conference. I don't know. 
So, I, so, just, so if UNLV won, won the bowl game, should, should, thoughts. Should, should the Wolfpack be like, oh, yeah, we claim it because they're technically mm. a part of us. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. There's also a UNR in Reno. University of I Nevada think I, knew, Reno. I think I knew that. People don't know. Where, not a lot of people know where Reno is. So you got to throw in the Nevada. We all know where Vegas is. Like, I know it's in Nevada. I just figured that they were separate because they're in the same conference. Why, why would you? I, I don't know. Because normally you have. Now you know where my mind was that was very foggy and smoky yeah. when I had this conversation yeah. with myself in like, my own head. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, you said UMKC, yeah. small, in a different conference. Correct. I, IUPUI, Uwe Pui. IU, Purdue University of Indianapolis. They're in the mm-hmm. summit compared to the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. I did not know that, actually. Mm-hmm. Shame on me for not knowing that. State City University. That's gross. University of State City. That's what I'm going to start calling you. Know, anyways, Kansas wins against UNLV. They look great. A lot of people come back. Devin Neal tells everybody that he's going to return. The big get. Or, yeah. I guess. They had him as, I think, what I saw is like the sixth running back on the board for the NFL draft this year, which means he's probably, what, like a third, fourth round pick? Probably. Um, But they get everybody coming back. Uh, Most everybody coming back. Plus, Daniels is back next year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, You look at K-State. What they have in Avery Johnson, he's back next year. He looked really good in that in that Pop Tart Bowl last night. Mizzou, we will see, right? Um, they get Luther Burden back next year. Brady Cook, uh, yeah. Brady Cook is back next year. That connection is still there. Weiss, he's gone, right? Or is he back? Uh, I I think he might have an option, but I think he's leaving. Does he have a COVID year still? Or at this red point, shirt. I don't know at this anymore. Point, the whole COVID thing is so. I, I think, just don't know. Bo Nix is thirty-one. I believe this is the last year that anybody can claim a COVID year. Okay, but I don't know if. Okay, I don't know who's claiming it. Right. So I ask you this, Mister College Football Guy: Who's got more pressure next year? My answer is Mizzou, because Mizzou okay. actually has a chance to have the narrative next year of its college football or bust. For the Mizzou Tigers, because it's an expanded field, right? 12 teams. This year, if it was there, they'd be in. I think they would have played, like, Michigan or something like that. Um, but what I like, or in Michigan in, like, the second round, if they'd have won their first round game. But what I like about the pressure on Mizzou is that they finally got here. Because when Eli Drinkwitz got here, it was like, he can recruit. He's a player's guy. He's going to stand up for his players. He's going to go to basketball games and put up the sign towards Kansas. He's going to be that fun guy, but it wasn't working out. And a lot of people at the start of the season, myself included, were like, drinks seat might be a little warm this year if he doesn't get to at least seven wins. Well, he told me to get, you know, to piss off. He went 10 and two, almost again, beat Georgia, and then got into the big six bowl games, playing in the Cotton Bowl tonight. Who do you, Drew, have more pressure on next year? K-State? KU or Mizzou? I think Mizzou is, I think I'm with Mizzou, but I, I think that there's, you're still throwing Kansas in there a little bit. And the reason why is, is just because the expectation next year, would you say is to make it to the big 12 title game? I mean, for Kansas state or KU for, for KU. I mean, they you, definitely you looked returned, a lot better in year, what, three under Leopold? You return all those dogs. You lo- Texas and Oklahoma are gone. K- KU might be KU, K-State, Arizona. That's the top, maybe Oklahoma State. Plus, we got to think Colorado's going to get a lot of portal transfers with like offense and Colorado, defensive line. Colorado will be in the conversation, but I think KU, yeah. if, in terms of legitimate buzz, is going to be in the conversation to make the Big mm-hmm. 12 title game this off season. I, I feel like that's a lot of 
pressure, not because of the competition level. Well, I think it is partially because of the competition mm. level. Like they should be up there. If they go nine and three, it's not a dead season, but I think it's a slight disappointment mm. because if they don't make the big 12 title game with Jalen Daniels coming back, Devin Neal coming back, um, all the other guys that they have returning plus what is likely to be a good, re- good recruiting class, a solid portal. I would suspect Leipold gets guys over um, in Lawrence. That I think can lead to a disappointing season, but in the end, I, t- I still think it's Mizzou because you're in the SEC. Your schedule is very favorable uh-huh. next year, um, considering the additions of Texas and Oklahoma and uh, you get the 12 team college football playoff that if they run the, if they have the exact same year as they did this year, uh-huh. they make it. Yeah. Uh, if they, if they get 10 wins, they will be in. Yeah. You can book it. If they make it nine, there's a slight chance they make it. But I think 10 wins is going to get them in. So you think that the expectation for Kansas is finally there to that point? Where it's like, because like, what would you say this year was repeat last year? Like get to six wins, get to a bowl game. And then, you know, that's, that's a, that's a win this year. Win a bowl game. What would be the, what is the goal for this year? But Mm -hmm. given the only reason if Texas and Oklahoma were still there, I would say win nine games Mm -hmm. and, and win a bowl game, get to double digit wins. But the fact that Texas and Oklahoma are gone, I think you legitimately open up the possibility of KU being in the Big 12 title game. I think that is a legitimate. That'd be nuts. That is a reasonable expectation or a goal. I don't know if I've got expectation. It's a goal that makes a whole lot of sense for KU next year. Yeah. I think that there's a little bit of pressure in that. I think K-State is in the worst shape of the three locals because yeah. of all the guys that they lost. I know they got Avery Johnson, but they lose – Garcia, mm-hmm. they lose uh, good defensive guys. They don't, for what right now, we don't know much in the portal they're getting in return, but they're losing more than they're gaining. Plus, mm-hmm. they lose Colin Klein as the OC. I think that really affects. Yeah, where's Klein going? AM. Yeah, you got to I, I think that really affects what they can be next year. Yeah. I just can't believe we finally, it took that quick for Leopold to turn Kansas into like that. Hey, it's fun. The it's dude, fun winning the, six games. They went from winning like one to two games a year and just be like, Hey, let's just win three games. So like within three years, Hey, winning, let's, let's compete for the big 12. Yeah, they, <laughs> like, they won nine. Like yeah, they won dude. nine this year. Like and I, a bowl game. He is a program builder. He's great. He did it at D three. Did it in which coach, match? Which coach do you believe would jump first? Um, God, I think I that's still, tough. I still think I, I think it's not it's not Drinkwitz. No, you think he's locked in because yeah, it's SEC. Yeah, it's, like, it's the yeah. SEC. It, it, he, if he can get, of course, the schedule makes it a lot tougher. He he might jump, but it would be for another SEC program. That, that, that's all it would be for. Yeah. I, I think in my mind, he would jump from Mizzou to Florida. Oof. Why he would do that, I don't know, but I could see that happening because mm. the recruiting you get in Florida is just nuts. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that Leipold is is probably the most likely still. Kleiman seems like he's a K-State Emaw guy. Yeah. Like he just seems like he could be like Snyder. But like he could just stay I, there forever. I could see Leipold finishing his career and ending it and ending at KU and just and just ride sure. it out. I mean they're remodeling the stadium. Yeah. Uh you know they're getting recruits, they're winning bowl games, they're going to college football uh bowl games now. They're winning more than six games. You developed I'll, your your stance. I will say this though. If and I know Michigan State he was a name that popped up. Mm-hmm. Forget Michigan State. If Penn State came available 
and they offered him. What if Iowa? What if their coach finally said, "This is enough. I'm done." He, he's not going to Iowa. He's going to coach until he's dead. Who, Ferns? Yeah, that's just my opinion. I think he's just going to coach until <laughs> he's been like there forever until the I, offense finally gives him a cardiac arrest. I think what what gets Leipold away from KU mm-hmm. is Penn State, um, Ole Miss, um, Tennessee. Okay. One of those programs where it's not no Alabama's not going to go after life. No. I don't think, but it's a Tennessee, a lot of historical in the pro, a lot of history in the program, SEC or Penn State. Yeah, dominant, like very good college football in, in its history. Need you to come in and help rebuild the program up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the direction he would go if he jumps. That's fair. That's fair. That is Drew Nixon slowly becoming one of my new best friends in the building. I am Dusty Likens. This is Cody and Gold. We wrap Likewise, this. Dusty. Thank you. We wrap this show up on the other side. It is New Year's Eve and some sort of festivist sort of thing when it comes to New Year's Eve. Also, we'll get into more of the Chiefs game against Cincinnati as we just hammer college football. But you're in the primetime season of college football. This is Cody and Golden. You're listening to Six Cents Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. All right, about 20 minutes left of this show. Thank you all so much. Praise be to all of you that have listened today here on Cody and Gold. It's been one hell of a day for your boy. Um, I'm ready to get the weekend started. Uh, but this is what's trending. Speaking of the weekend, Missouri versus Ohio State tonight. Missouri is a five-point dog. Uh, a lot of people think since that line's moving that maybe there's a chance Marvin Harrison Jr. plays. Drew Nixon, who is a college football guru, he believes Marvin Harrison Jr. will play in this game. If so, could see two of the top wide receivers in football going up against each other in Luther Burden and Marvin Harrison Jr., Uh, Also, what's trending other than the 7 o'clock game tonight versus Mizzou and Ohio State? Last night, Pop-Tart Bowl. Fantastic time. Had a great time watching that. More so because I was more infatuated with the Pop-Tart mascot who absolutely nailed it. But K-State nailed it as well. Avery Johnson looked good. K-State looked good. It was a hard-fought game for most of the the game. But K-State kind of had control the whole time as they win that game last night against uh, the University of North Carolina State, the Wolfpack. 
whose uniforms were immaculate. Their uniforms were great. I loved the little Wolfpack uh, uh, mascot on the helmet. I wish they would come out to the NWO's red era of don't turn your back on the Wolfpack, but K-State wins. They're now a second of three local teams to win their bowl game. KU obviously won Tuesday night against the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Also, it's trending college football playoffs this weekend or Monday, whatever you want to call it. Alabama versus Michigan, Washington versus Texas, not Northwestern versus Texas, as I made the mistake. Depending on where you're at, what juice you have on the game, whether it be Bama or Michigan or Washington, Texas, Washington, Texas, 64 or 63 and a half over under Bama, Michigan, 44 is the over under. So one is going to be one of your typical SEC Big Ten defensive games. The other one looks like it could be a shootout with Michael Penix Jr. and Brock Ewers. And then finally, what's trending, we finally get the game on Sunday on New Year's Eve at 325. First, it is Minnesota. Minnesota. First, it is Miami and Baltimore. Side note, Jalen Waddell has been uh, reported as out uh, in that Miami versus Baltimore game. So it'll be the Tyreek Hill show versus the Ravens. And then the Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals will proceed that game. And it will be Bengals, Chiefs, 325. But wait. There's more. They know I, I. They know I'm good. They know how to play us. That's what it is. But it's not like they got a superstar on their defense. I don't even know who that is. That number six. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. Just a guy to me. He ain't Jesse Bates to me. You want me to go comparisons? I. Not the same. But you know, I'm just adding fire to the few right now. They're gonna take this run with it. Hope they put it in the locker. But it's alright though. As long as I'm mentally ready to play, I gotta be. This feels by design a little bit. What? To give them a little bit. Out of the fight, like you just mentioned. Is it or did you just decide? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, lo- I love it. I love it too, Jamar, as that was Jamar Chase talking about the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs as we wrap up what's trending for the final time on 2023's year. God, I love that Jamar Chase quote. I just love that. Do you think he, he scores a touchdown? He pulls out the uh, future Pro Football Hall of Famer like uh, Chad? Chad did. Pulls a Sharpie out of the sock and uh, signs the ball. Oh, that'd be great. Puts the ball with the pylon. Mm. Chad Johnson is, is the goat of ends and celebrations. You know what I'd love more if Jamar Chase scores is if he signs the football and then runs it over and gives it to LeJarrius Sneed. <laughs> I also love that he's like, they know who I am. They know I'm great. I don't know who that is. Number six? No, that's Brian Cook, and he's not playing. He's not Jesse Bates, according to Jamar Chase. He also said that there's no Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. on this defense. Hasn't McDuffie and Snead been better than Ramsey uh, this year? I've always thought that Jalen Ramsey's a little bit overrated, in my opinion. I've also I, never McDuffie liked Jalen Ramsey. Agreed. McDuffie is better than Jalen Ramsey has ever been. Maybe Jalen Ramsey can call Jamar Chase and tell him the last time to talk smack on the Chiefs probably wasn't the best. He's a return specialist. That's what he said about Tyreek Hill, who is now clear-cut favorite as the number one wide receiver in the NFL. Return specialist. And then Jacksonville was dead after that loss to the Chiefs. It was over. They went to the AFC Championship game against New England, lost. Then, the next season, they were built up with hype because they had Blake Bortles, who one former host said could be the next Tom Brady. He no longer works here for obvious reasons. Um, That's unnecessary. Dusty, come on. That was a little bit unnecessary. Come on. He was such a jerk to me, though, so it feels right. feels like a Bill O'Brien Milrose sort of thing. Anyways, uh, I don't need to bring that up. I apologize. Dear Lord, please forgive me. Um, 
But, uh, you know, I do, I do hope, and we'll get into the predictions of this game a little bit later, but I do hope it is just one of those, like, a few times in this game, the referee's got to separate the sides. Like, been a down season for both with expectations that are top tier for the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I just hope and it hope better be that, way. that it's that. I want a dog fight, man. I, I just want just jaw jacking. I want attitudes going. Nobody get kicked out of the game. I don't want punches to throw. But I want, like, a flex or I want like a, you know, just some sort of smack talk throughout the game. Jermaine Pratt comes up and uh, get, or Isaiah Pacheco gets tackled by Jermaine Pratt and then get mm-hmm. each other's grills. Uh, Pacheco gets his helmet ripped off again. Hopefully it doesn't have yeah. a knee hit his head though. That was scary. Before we get into our new year, new year's Eve topic. Mm. Do you believe that there's a legitimate argument to be had that Joe Flacco is the comeback player of the year and Kevin Stefanski is coach of the year. Uh, yes, I think that is a very legitimate argument. I, I think because as of right now and as of all season, yeah. the odds have been heavily favored that Dan Campbell's winning coach of the year, who I think he still will because it's Detroit Lions, which I think they said what the Detroit Lions the, at one point in the season had been, it had eight wins this late in the season for the first time since like 1963 when JFK was president or something like that. And then... So I get it. Like, it's already kind of been announced. But, dude, Joe Flacco had 300 yards in the first half last night. Since uh, Cleveland Browns have clinched the playoffs, and they still have a shot at the one seed. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's that crazy. Is, that, that is the one seed, yeah, Browns. Yeah. I, I'm good. Where, I, I guess it makes either way. I think people can be content and say, yeah, they they deserved it. But the Browns, if they do get the one seed, he ha- he has to get it. There's There's no way. And I know that. Like, DeMar Hamlin has been the, he essentially has been comeback player of the year all day, you know, to all he had to do is step on the field mm-hmm. and he won the award. But I, he's been a healthy scratch multiple times. I think there's an argument for, for Joe Flacco. I mean, he was, he was on his parent. Well, he was, he was on his couch. Oh yeah. Like, like, I saw the story they did on him the other night where he was taking his kids or his kids, friends out to the high school field and throwing them passes. Yeah, and he is he is he is lacing up the the cleats and destroying defenses single handedly. Right. He looks like prime Joe Flacco, which I guess that might. Uh, what when they won it with the Ravens? That wasn't. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what he was doing then. I know he had a pretty good postseason, but but Flacco for him to throw. I, I texted you last. I was like, this yeah. man is three hundred passing yards against the Jets defense. Yeah. At halftime, there was like and, a ridiculous stat about Sauce Gardner too. Like how many like catches or something he had allowed like a wide receiver one and like for yards like to the most Joe Flacco yeah dude without their wide receiver one last night which I, should have made sense yeah. like with EJ or not EJ Manuel but uh, Elijah Moore yeah. and Joe Flacco both were both were Jets both had a little bit of juice in that game to go against sure still it wasn't Patrick Mahomes it wasn't no. Josh Allen it wasn't Joe Burrow it wasn't uh, whoever it was Joe Flacco yeah and. The other thing about the comeback player of the year has already kind of been crowned to Demar Hamlin. I know. Look, I love it, the story. I think it's great. Yeah. But we also can't have our blinders on. He doesn't play. He's healthy scratch all the time. I get it. He suited up, had a cardiac arrest on the field. We know the story. But it's like, where do we put like the actual def- definition of whatever? And a lot of people be like, oh, Alex Smith got it after. Alex Smith had a broken leg and still had statistical stats in the season. 
I think DeMar Hamlin has, what, like two or three? Maybe I'm being a little rude there. But at one point, he had one statistic in the entire season, and they were still like, he's going to get it. And I'm not trying to be a jerk and say he doesn't deserve it. More power to him. But, man, you look at what Joe Flacco's done. You look at what Baker Mayfield's done. You look at what Matthew Stafford's done. Um, and I just think there's other options. But, I mean, man, they get – I mean, Joe Flacco, Kevin Stefanski. All right. he, he has two tackles. Two tackles. Oh, that's his own, those are his only stats, right? Yes. Two stats. I don't know. Joe Flacco had 300 yards and one half. He's got the team as a number one threat, and they've already clinched the playoff spots, Cleveland Browns. Also, the stat that I didn't like last night, the Browns have been playoffs twice in 30 years. Kevin Spansky's gotten to the playoffs twice in the last three years. With the Cleveland Browns. With the Browns. Yes. All right. New Year's Eve. Fun holiday for me. Uh, I don't do the uh, club scene. I don't go out and do the $75, get you top shelf, free uh, coat check-in. It's too stressful. I don't want pinwheels as snacks. I want to go to a house. I want to enjoy the Chiefs game with friends and then slip away into what is the new year, do the cheers with the bubbly, and then wake up in my bed on Monday morning and get ready for college football. That's, that's, that's my New Year's Eve. That's what it's going to be. Uh, there are no honeys uh, that are going to be around uh, the dust man, so you don't have to worry about that, ladies. I'm still going to be single and on my, on my best <laughs> behavior. Um, but... Uh, Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. You know, at this point in my life, 36, I I really do love a nice house party. Uh, I did have a gripe last year with a buddy who's doing the same party this year. He made, like, pasta and lasagna and set it out at 4.30. Oh. So here's the deal. It's a little bit early. It's heavy. The last thing you want to do is eat, like, a big old square of lasagna and then go into the night and be like, all right, let's cheers, have some fun. Um, But I also understand it's it's, at times it's kid-friendly. Sure. And so you got to feed the kids. But I was like, hey, man. Do pizza, you know. I'll I'll Venmo you twenty bucks. I have no issue with that. If you host a party, pizza. Yeah, I'll bring money. I'll pay for part of the pizza. Then you know what you can do. Everybody likes cold pizza. Everybody can just put the pizza in the oven. You know, throw that in there real quick, reheat it. Pizza's great. It's great for New Year's Eve. Pasta, lasagna, heavy, mm, not the best. Mm. What are your New Year's Eve plans other than football and not eating until ten p.m.? Well, um, I'll leave before. The Bengals game, two o'clock. I'll have some food. That's a good way to do it. A snack, build before. a base. Yeah, build a base. Enjoy the game afterwards. Have some. Uh, it'll be so. My wife gets the day off, which is nice. Mm. Um, because working in retail, who yeah. who the heck knows when you're working? She gets yeah. Sunday off, which would be good. Um, I don't know if we're gonna go out to eat. We might go out to dinner and then just come back and enjoy some bubbly uh, as we. Bring in 2024 and then go to bed after uh, words. I don't know. She is going to work on New Year's Day. Hopefully, it's not too early. Otherwise, she might have to go to bed before midnight and try to sneak that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, basically the same as you. I'm not going. We're not going over to anybody's place. We're just right. like, kind of hanging out, going out to eat uh, after the Bengals game, win or lose. Nice. And then pizza might be the. You said pizza, though. That sounds like a, the move. It does seem like it's a safe play on. You can't go wrong with pizza. I, not on New Year's Eve. Especially on, for football as well. Yeah. I mean, it's not. You can't. You can also build your base. You can get wings with it. You can get your lemon pepper and your honey barbecue. You can do all that sort of thing. I just think pizza's a safe play. Somebody says Flacco's the first Browns quarterback to throw for 300 yards, four consecutive games. This is a team that boasts Otto Graham as an alum. Also, I promise that I'm not going to tweet like recklessly about the Bengals. Oh, you should. Spec told me that I I can re- lean into it. Spec told me I I need to I, I can get after it on Sunday. Like what? I just turn into all the Bengals Twitter. 
Joe, I mean, speaking of Joe, Joe called me the most sane Bengals fan or something like that on Twitter the other day. I was mm. very proud. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. By the way. I would say you also have like all Bengals gear on today. So what's stopping you from getting on your phone? Live up to your fandom. Be you. Do you, boo. I will say this. Every single time, it's uh, I love watching Trey Hendrickson play. Because mm-hmm. the, the way that he... He gets Wanya Morris this week. Oh, yeah. Not, he's chomping he's, at the bit. He's probably, salivating, the he's probably salivating at the mouth, ready to just yeah. get after uh, Patrick Mahomes. That that might be the matchup that, that determines the game. Yeah. Let's talk about that game and get into our predictions here for us. As these game predictions today's NFL picks are brought to you by T-Mobile, whether you are home or away, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long. I am uh, with Pete Sweeney on this. I don't think they cover but I think Harrison Butker hits a field goal with time running out at the end of the game. I think the Chiefs can pull this one off. I think they have to. This is the first time in a long, 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 long time that the Chiefs have literally had to look themselves in the mirror. Gut check moment. You have the better quarterback. You have the better head coach. You have the better defense. I think the Chiefs win this game 23-20. to 20. Same as last year's playoff game, yep. isn't it? Um, I'm going to, I'm not going to pick the chiefs. Don't, right. don't, you don't, it's you nuts. can't, if you do your fake and we don't want fake Drew Nixon, we want real Drew I Nixon. I love Kansas city and I love being here, but it is who day all the way. You guys are going to be hearing Alex okay. and Cody next week. Yeah. Open the show by singing the who day chant. Is that the bet? That is the bet. What happens if you lose? Nothing, actually. Really? They said, we're going to let you slide. Oh, I'll take man, it. man, that's weak. If Joe Burrow was playing, I was going to make him call Arrowhead Burrowhead all the way up until next season. Oh, Lord. Burrowhead. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. That would not be good. So oh. I was like, you know what? Burrow's not playing. Can't call it Browning Head because that's stupid. And it's never going to be that. And it's never going to be that, correct. Right. Um, we're going to have them sing the Who Day chant next week mm. for you guys. So that'll be good. You guys can follow me at Drew B. Nicks and talk some smack to me pregame. On Twitter, I would love it. Um, yeah, you got to own it, man. You're, just because you're a Bengals fan doesn't mean you're an ass. Uh, the Chiefs do not run the ball enough, and okay. the Bengals bend but don't break defense will win them the game late, 23-17. Okay. So 23 is the pivotal point in this game, according to us. I feel like it's been the pivotal point all season for this team. If they can score 24, Cody brought it up a couple weeks ago. If they can get to 24, they win the game. Yeah. I believe that. I also think it's funny that the Cincinnati Bengals do not run the ball. And one of the weak points on the Chiefs defense is running. They figured it out as soon as Joe Burrow got hurt. They were Mm -hmm. like, all right, we got to run the ball at Jake Browning. And they've had their their best couple weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. Chase Brown, who is, by the way, the second fastest player in the NFL per Mm -hmm. uh, next-gen stats, took it to the house. Mm. That was Drew Smack talking. Look, just wait. You're genuinely nice. I'm genuinely nice. I think Mm. maybe it's because I live... In Kansas City. And You're like a Venus flytrap. Everyone's yeah. like, ooh, that's really cool. Let me get it. What the hell was that? Just wait until the Bengals win. All right. Yeah. Bengals return cornerback Cam Taylor Britt to their active roster that from the injured reserve list. Taylor massive. Britt had been on IR since December 4th with a ankle injury. So there is yes. a corner that is going to be shadowing Rasheed Rice. DJ Turner Sunday. was getting absolutely destroyed Ugh. the past few weeks. He was getting cooked. Uh, route running was just R- – Rasheed would have – not necessarily eating them alive because they're both rookies, but mm-hmm. I think he he would have had he would have gotten open a lot. Now that yeah. Cam Taylor Red is back, that helps. Yeah, he's a ball hawk as well. One more time from your offensive coordinator. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, you can't run from that. That was a that was a, uh, uh, n- a not a good performance by any of us on on offense, coaches and players. So I mean, you we have to accept that. I think we have, and you got to use that now. 
Um, and now what are you going to do about it? You tell me, Matt Nagy, you got a big game on Sunday. What are you going to do about it, Nagy? What are you going to do about it? You going to get in someone's ass if they drop the ball? We going to see a little red face whenever you get angry? Are we going to finally see that? Are we going to finally see this offense turn around against the Cincinnati Bengals team that wants to beat your ass? Do we see a Travis Kelsey helmet throw? No. I think we see a Travis Kelsey touchdown, though. I think Travis Kelsey's going to get pissed off at least two times in this game. No, nah, because it should be a good matchup for him. If I'm, in, if you're Andy, you have to be making just. What does you, Andy you, always do, too? Be on your P's and Q's, Travis. Mm-hmm. All right, please. Telling Stay you. ultra-focused. Do you think Taylor's coming to the game? Yes. I think she's in town for, like, the holidays. You know what would be even better is if, is if <laughs> that's not going to happen. What? If the Bengals win and she just, like, rips off the Chiefs not gear and some stripes. Okay. A Joe Burrow jersey. Okay. No. <laughs> we aren't going to get a T shiesty. That's not going to happen. How many? How, how many? If T if T if T is a catch, you you guys are going to have to learn learn the chant early. Mm. T instead of Chiefs, it'll mm-hmm. be T. Oh, he's coming to Kansas City. He already said he loves the crowd. Feel like guys, college. I have to get used to it. Yeah. You'll have to get used to it. That'll hurt. That'll hurt your soul. I, it really is not because the Bengals could legitimately draft Roma Dunze this offseason, okay. and it's fine. Okay. But he's not T Higgins. He's not T Higgins. But he could be better. Uh, he could be as good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I really like. I, I want. I want Keon Coleman on the Bengals so bad. I, I want, he would be unbelievably I want, good. I want Michael Pittman Jr., T. Higgins, and Mike Evans all on the Chiefs next year. I am way late in playing this music. I totally forgot. Oh, it's fine. Are we supposed to get out of here? We are. Okay. Hey. Oh yeah, like four minutes ago. Oh nice. Everybody in Kansas City, have a nice weekend. Enjoy your New Year's. Be safe, and always remember: go do nice things for people out there. You never know; it could change their day, week, month, or year. It's cool to care, Kansas City. I love you all. I'll see you next year. Coming up next, it's The Drive here on 610 Sports Radio. Stay safe. Love you, Kansas City. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.